Hello, friends. Remember to subscribe. And if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to check out the episode for an exclusive poll and question. Thank you. I'm, I'm also going to be holding you hostage for uh, Ooh, quite, your voice sounds good quite in my some ears. time. Don't you just love hearing yourself talk? I kind of do. I know. I, just was, I have a big ego, so. I can't say the same, <laughs> but I do like the sound of my own voice now. Oh, we've been get we've been trying to get this going for since like December. Yeah, since I seen you at um Drew's tour. Yeah, and then you got food poisoning. Yeah, I had a mental breakdown. Then I went to <laughs> um, went on vacation. So here we are after <laughs> after like four four months of trying to get this going. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. Today I'm joined by Fanita. Ah, oh my god! Everybody stop cheering for me. Oh stop! My it's god. just me. Um, hi guys, I'm Fanita. And I'm just sexy, stunning, gorgeous, funny, hilarious, charismatic, and every notable thing, adjective in the book. I love it. If you look under Flawless in Webster, there's a picture of Finita there. Yeah. And they didn't get my permission to post that picture of me, but I will, my lawyers will be contacting them. They better run you your check. Ah, uh, indeed. That stuff costs money. Or you will be getting a cease and desist. Yeah, you don't get those usage rights without paying. <laughs> exactly. What is happening? And I'm saying you got to spend some money. Scared money don't make money. Oh my gosh. That concept is like really new to me. Like you have to spend money to make money. And I'm like such a frugal bitch. Yeah. Like I, it pains me to spend money. Like I, um, I was in grad school for like a lot of my time living in LA. And so I'd go out with my friends who've had like real jobs for three mm -hmm. years. I'm like poor on like a, literally a food stamp card. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, Who's cars be lit as fuck though? Hey, worked at Trader Joe's still. Just wouldn't get me rotisserie chickens or flowers. Yeah. Which, you know, sucked, but it's okay. Or wine. That, yeah, but I get it. I get it. Uh, but we'd go out and they'd be like, yeah, let's get like four bottles of champagne. And I'm like, I'm only ordering an order of fries. <laughs> and they'd be like, <laughs> you want to split they, it? Yeah, then they were like, let's all, let's all just split the check. That just makes it easy. No, it doesn't. First of all, let's, let's, while we're on the topic <laughs> of splitting the check evenly, I'm not doing that. It makes no sense for us to split the bill evenly if we all order something different. However, comma, I can understand if we're all ordering apps and whatever, and we're all sharing or whatever, splitting entrees. That's cool. But if I order chicken tenders and fries, I'm paying for chicken tenders and fries. I'm not splitting. I don't care who I have to send my $30 to. I'm not splitting a bill. Period. And they'll try to call you broke, <laughs> but that's just stupid. I'm not wasting my money to feed your ass yes, caviar. Yes, I'm not. Like, y'all aren't going to keep getting over with that. I'm sorry. I got chicken strips. That's it. <laughs> I only ordered the water. I'm just here for the vibes. Would you consider that a little disrespectful? I wouldn't say it's, it's, it's disrespectful if I'm telling you I'm not splitting the bill and then you're trying to call me, like, broke or, like, oh, Vanita, if you ain't got it, just say that. That's not, <laughs> that's not what it is. It's never that. It's never that. It's just, why would I pay for you to eat? And also, they'd be like, well... It's it's like it's like hard on the server to split the checks. I've worked in like five or six restaurants. It's not hard. It's not hard to split the check. No, I was a server for seven years, a lot, like a decent amount of time. Yeah. It's not hard, especially if you tell them up front. Yeah, hey. if we're splitting, we're splitting the bill. Okay, cool. And even if you don't tell me up front, I just I always like marked it by person what they ordered, and then I went to the computer, opened up more checks, and yeah. then da, 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 da. so it's not it's not like the server's gonna be ah no. if you want to split the check. No, not at all. So the theme I have for you today is, is it sort of, kind of, maybe a little disrespectful? So these are all stories, crazy, across the board from mm -hmm. a bunch of different subreddits. But the underlying theme I was finding between all of them is like, 
is this disrespectful or are these people just being a little crazy? Okay. I love Reddit stories, by the way. Oh. There's so much. The, the, the tea is not on Twitter. It's not on TikTok. The tea is on Reddit. It's on Reddit these days, I've seen I've seen some, but I never read Reddit stories. Always, like, when I'm on TikTok, I watch, like, the Subway Surfer ones, and they, like, read it to you out loud. And, I, <laughs> and that's how I listen to the Reddit stories. <laughs> oh, with a little Minecraft guy? Yeah. <laughs> and they're just, like, they're, like, playing a game of, like, Subway Surfer. And then, like, well, am Why I an listen- asshole for kicking out my three-year-old daughter? <laughs> yes, you are. Why aren't you listening to mine? Is it, is it like that? Yeah! <laughs> My fault, twin. Fuck you! <laughs> My bad. I didn't know. Well, now you will because you're on it. Yeah, literally. I, well, obviously, I listen to everything that I want. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm so pretty and stunning. I have to wash my face. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, well, based on how heated you got about the chicken strips, I know this is going to be a good fit for okay. you. Okay, let's dive Give in. Give it to me raw. No condom. So we are starting off with something I've never done on this show, mm-hmm. ever. And um, I know people are going to copy me after this. I'm sorry. I'm like crying I right now. If you want, crying. I'm just like, I laugh, cry. And oh, okay. so like, I'm going to look like a little, I don't know, underwater drowned rat or something soon yeah. from all the tears. I can just A river tell. rat, if you will. Yeah. Just a white rat. Um, so I've never done this before. And I've been trying to like, I'm like, how am I going to shake it mm-hmm. up? How am I going to shake it up? Because- Everyone's reading Reddit stories nowadays. You got the little fucking surfer dude channel you watch. (laughs) So I'm like, how am I going to mix this up? And then it came to me. Craigslist missed connections. Oh, I bet some weird shit be going down on Craigslist. Just wait. So I'm also doing a good deed as well because I'm shedding light on people that might not connect. Again, Mm -hmm. if it's not, you know, for me and you. So up first is... Titled on the co- on the Costco post, titled on the Craigslist post is to the guy at Costco, Canyon Country in Santa Clarita. To the suburban guy today at Costco, wearing black shorts and flip flops and a gray shirt. I was trying hard not to look down at your package, <laughs> but I couldn't resist. She's just like me for real. Wish I could follow back to your place and get down on my knees for you. Let me know if this is something you're interested in. Um, that's so fucking real. <laughs> She's so real for that. <laughs> my my avenue to find this man wouldn't have been Craigslist. Uh, but I respect it. She shot her shot. Like she's trying. And that package had to have been huge. Think about it. He had to have a huge fucking dick if she immediately went home and was like, let me get on fucking Craigslist so I can so I can <laughs> find this man. Like her first thought was like, I got a Craigslist this. I like I what how old do you have to be to go on Craigslist for a misconnection like this? She's at least 46. Like a lot of our generation goes on TikTok and is like, yeah, I find saw this guy yeah. and I loved him. We sat next to each other on this flight. TikTok, please find him. Yeah. Like I don't I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't really know anybody that just spends their time scrolling on Craigslist. No, just me now. For yeah. this. <laughs> okay, so next one is titled Natural Nature Boy Looking for a Natural Female. Ooh. Glendale. Very natural nature boy with very hot bod, hung, and fun, looking for natural and fun female to show off my wares with, always hot, 
and love playing with fun, natural women who enjoy pleasure and watching the natural show. <laughs> I'm sorry. This got more strange as you kept reading. What is natural code word for? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, next one. Walking our dogs, West Hollywood. You and I were both walking our two dogs on Hollywood Boulevard. We chatted a bit. I am an older man and you are younger. You are wearing gray workout shorts. You are very handsome. We are neighbors. Would be fun if you wanted to get together for no strings attached. If your neighbors want to just walk across the goddamn hall and be like, hey, you trying to fuck? (laughs) I feel like it's a lot more weird to be posing it on Craigslist. Leave a note. Yeah. Or ask for a cup of sugar and then see if he sucks your dick. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the traditional way. Yeah. People still do that. Okay, this next one. Dinner friend at Dave and Buster's. Hey, looking for someone who might want to hang out and go to Dave and Buster's sometime this week. I'm in town for a week for work and hate sitting in this hotel room doing nothing. So looking for a new lady friend to just go hang out and have some food at a fun place. Simple and fun. I'm a slim black guy, 45, easygoing from Las Vegas, but just here for work this week. Staying in El Segundo for the night and working in Santa Monica during the evenings and off at night, but on all day. So might have to be a late lunch on Friday if you're free. Might be moving here soon. So looking for a house if you know areas. Please let me know what's good and not so good. Interested? Hit me back. Let's talk. Is he looking for a date or a realtor? (laughs) <laughs> I think that Dave and Buster's was just bullshit that was just a segue to be like hey y'all know any spots like I'm trying I'm trying to move y'all know something out on the low like <laughs> that has nothing to do with Dave and, and then it went from Dave and Buster's to a late lunch to be like actually can we apartment hunt <laughs> he's trying to just two birds one stone yeah literally I mean that's smart though weird but smart I guess yeah um, so this one is titled The Woman at Whole Foods Sherman Oaks you are middle aged and short And so am I. And I would like to know you, if possible. You were at the Sherman Oaks Whole Foods Market around 5.30, and I kept passing you and wanted to say something, but never quite worked up the heart to do it since I had had a long day. I'd be surprised and pleased if you would respond to me here and now, or I will make a point of being at Whole Foods again in Sherman Oaks a week from today. That is Sunday, April 30th, around 5.30, and maybe hang around till... 6.30, 6.30, just in case. Maybe we can have a friendship. Do these people think they're in a Colleen Hoover book? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I will be at the train station at 6.30 waiting for you. Like, I hate older people because I know these are all from old people. Nobody our age is doing this. I, don't you kind of want to now, though? <laughs> Get on crazy. <laughs> Like no, no, I don't. I don't I mean, want to get on Craigslist. But the I okay, like I really I stuck to like the tame side of Craigslist. Like there are people like looking for just quick dick sucks mm. three ways. Like Craigslist is actually crazy. But then you also have to think about the people that are on Craigslist. Like the quality? Yeah, the quality <laughs> is terrible. It's got to be awful. But like, I mean, these old people, they don't know how to work Tinder. Maybe I should get on Craigslist and try to find a sugar daddy. I bet you could. I mean, I feel like I feel like Craigslist might be, it might be an avenue unturned. That may be a stone I've never looked under. I I will help you. I <laughs> love like, this. This next, next episode, can Fanita find a sugar daddy on Craigslist? Yeah. 
Uh, let's make a YouTube video for it. Let's do this it. This is going to be great. I mean, there's so many things. There's activity partners, um, relationship advice, sex advice. Craigslist got it all. But do you actually feel like these people like meet up? For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like if you're on Craigslist, you are insatiably horny. <laughs> Wasn't there a Craigslist killer? Was th- wasn't there? I think there was. I literally think there was someone who killed people off Craigslist. Maybe I shouldn't find a sugar daddy on Craigslist. Craigslist killer. Oh my god, there is. Oh, oh wow, F- Philip Markoff. Wow. Okay, this was in two thousand nine. That makes sense. Jesus. Okay, now let's keep your ass off there. But I, but I feel like back in the day, Craigslist was was that. She was that girl. She was that girl. I know. You can find a. I got my first like iPhone off Craigslist. Same. And I got scammed and it didn't work. But. Oh, I bought a locked one too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like the cool, like it was like the colored one. It was like the iPhone five C. Oh, the best iPhone. Was it yellow? Yeah. Oh, I always wanted I, that one. But then I got another one and it was pink, so I was even happier. Okay. So I was like, "Thank you for scamming me, you fucking weirdo! You scammed a thirteen year old girl out of two hundred bucks." Just a disrespectful, rude asshole. That's what I'm saying. Like these people. Like a kid. Oh, let's get into the Reddit stories now. Ooh, I'm so excited for this. So these are some other old people that might piss you off, okay? This one is titled, Am I the asshole for not sharing my late son's life insurance with his girlfriend? My son, Eric, passed away in an accident in October of last year. He was 33. He wasn't married, but he lived with his girlfriend, Emily, of only two years. She just turned 30. They purchased their home together in June of last year. The house was 525 k and they put down 225 k They each paid half of the down payment and had been splitting the mortgage equally, as well as all of the rest of their bills. She makes about 80 k per year after taxes. The house mortgage is $1,775 per month. My son has a life insurance policy that paid out 750 k About six months before he passed, My son mentioned that he was thinking about proposing, but it would be a few years before they actually married. In a later conversation, he mentioned plans to update his life insurance because he wouldn't want to leave a wife with nothing. That's all that was ever said about it. Obviously, he passed before he ever decided to propose. This means the entire life insurance went to me and my wife. My wife and I are both in our late 50s. We usually do okay financially, but losing our son has completely shaken our worlds, and we've been taking some time off of work to process and grieve. This money will allow us to pay off the rest of our mortgage, take stress off of our lives while we grieve, and hopefully retire a couple of years earlier than we intended. We both have medical struggles, so this is a big deal. Our other son, Mike, came over for dinner yesterday, and we mentioned that we received his life insurance payout. He went quiet for a minute and asked how much we're going to give Emily. We explained that we have good intentions to use the money to make our lives easier going forward. This is why our son left it to us, to help out should anything tragic happen. Later, way after he left, Mike said he understands that we're grieving, but we're selfish and narcissistic for not considering how tough this is for Emily— and not even helping her by giving her enough to pay off his share of the house, if not the whole mortgage. He said, we're kidding ourselves if we think Eric would have wanted this. I've tried to keep my emotions out of it and stick to the facts. All of us, my wife, son, rest of the family, and Emily, are absolutely devastated by Eric's passing. I don't want people to think I'm heartless. So, am I the asshole? (laughs) 
Fuck Emily. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were only what dating you, for two years. What if you were Emily in this situation? That's his. That's his life. Okay. Here's here. Let me let me elaborate. Oh, let me elaborate. I'm gonna fight you on let this me, one. Let me elaborate. Here's my thing. Okay, I can understand. They should give Emily at least a little bit of the money. A little, not it is, all. It is seven hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? That is a lot of money. That's a shit ton. Yeah, and and at least pay off his share of the house. That would be fair. But I mean, fuck it <laughs> and fuck her. <laughs> That's, that's what I would do personally. But I mean, they're only dating for two years. Fuck her. But what if he had a ring already, like in the sock drawer? Nah. He was planning on proposing. And like two years, like if you're with someone two years, you're you know where you're at. Like you know you've already talked about getting married. And if like- they were if he was already 33 and hadn't proposed to her, and he said they wouldn't get married for another few years, he was never gonna marry that girl. <laughs> you're listen i feel like when you hit your 30s like after the year that they were dating i feel like once you're 30 all right bet is is, is it us you know what i'm saying like we should get married because yeah we're only getting fucking older you know what i mean if he hadn't proposed to her by that time emily was gonna be in a 10-year relationship with still a girlfriend i'm sorry (laughs) also like change your life insurance policy right away like you guys bought a house together yeah that's on him that's unfortunately like on him and I I do appreciate the brother like like sticking up for her and being like that's not what Eric would have wanted yeah. because that's like the reality it's like what would he have wanted like and he sure enough wouldn't have wanted his dad to just hoard all the fucking money yeah but at the end of the day man what can you really do you can't like Emily I'm sorry girl sorry for your loss but that's his raps you can't really do anything legally yeah legally yeah. like you're just kind of shit out of luck unless you I feel like morally for me if I had a son and my son like really left his girlfriend and my son passed away and my son like left me like the life insurance I would give my almost daughter-in-law some of the money because yeah. I feel like at that point if she's been around my family for like two years I'd probably love her like a daughter yeah I I think this person's the asshole yeah I think like 750k is insane money like, yeah that's life-changing money and then also you're already 50 what the fuck are you gonna do with 750k they're gonna die with money in the bank yeah like and and even if they didn't, like, if they wanted to spend it all, they can give Emily, like, whatever his half to pay off the house would be. Mm-hmm. And then if you invest, right, for 10 years, and if you buy yourself life insurance for 10 years and you don't use it and you cash it out at the end, you're just fine. Yeah. Like. Well, you can cash out life insurance without dying. hmm Yeah, a lot of people do it. If you don't have a life insurance policy now, you should get one. I'm getting one. That's crazy. Yeah, so if you don't die, you can always cash it out. I did Depend- not know that. Depending on the policy. But yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it's a thing. I did not know that. See, this is like rich people scams that I I just learned recently. TikTok. And so and you can take out multiple life insurance plans, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I need to get into the I need to get into the one percent, man. Cause there's so many things that I just don't know. Like I didn't know you could do that. I thought no. you could only get, get your life insurance if you like pass away. No, there's fucking hacks. So OP did have a lot of comments on here. The top vote is you're the asshole. Okay. So yeah, we're you're kind of going against the grain. I feel good about my decision over here. <laughs> but top comment is Eric's half of the house would be 150k. There may be other debts that he shared with Emily that he left behind. So let's round the number up to an even 200k. Mm-hmm. That's a very generous estimate. So doing right by Emily would cost you 200k. You receive 750k. It should be a no-brainer to do the right thing by Emily. You know it's what your son would have wanted. 
you still walk with 550K. And now you know Emily is not in a difficult situation financially. If 550K isn't enough for you that you still need to grasp at that last 200K and leave the woman your son wanted to marry in a bad situation, you need to have a look in the mirror. You're the asshole. That's tea. But greed is a greed is evil, man. I know. Well, and his username is Grieving Dad. Like, I mean, they're going through it. Like, they lost their kid. But I feel like losing your kid is no excuse to be like a greedy bastard. Are you switching sides? <laughs> I, I elaborated. I said that morally, I would have given Emily some of the money. But at the end of the day, fuck her. Because I mean, fuck her. But at the end of the day, morally, I would have given her some of the money. I would too. Um, there is another comment that really made me not like our OP. So someone goes, no assholes here. Based off the information given, it sounds like she got his portion of the house after his death. Basically meaning she's up about 125K plus whatever he paid on the monthly mortgage. So it's not like she was left with nothing. Plus, if your son wanted her to be the beneficiary, he would have. Even though it sounds highly unlikely a 33-year-old not married and no kids have such a high insurance policy, but okay. Um, and someone commented after and goes, based on what's in the OP, I read that she got the mortgage payments and that OP's next of kin, like OP son, aka next of kin, mm -hmm. got half the house. I don't see anything about a separate pay off the mortgage life insurance policy. The OP is about a life insurance. What isn't mentioned is what is happening to the son's portion of the house and how that is passing through probate. Mm -hmm. So they're basically talking about like, no, 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 back up. Like, it's not guaranteed his half of the house is even hers. Yeah. So people are starting to question, like, wait, do the parents get his half of that house too? Oh, that's fucked. That would be really fucked up. So OP, the writer, actually comments and goes, the title to the house has them listed as joint tenants with rights of survivorship. My wife and I looked into it not too long ago because we weren't sure who technically owned his half of house, Emily or his next of kin. Emily owns the house. Thank God. Emily gets a W. Big dubs for Emily. <laughs> Big dubs. The fact that he looked into it, though, makes me <laughs> believe he was trying to, to take get, get the half of the house. Yeah, I feel like if you, if your son died and his girlfriend is living in the house and you're like, let me just see who owns it. <laughs> like, that's insane. Like, that's crazy. Like, he had full intentions of taking that half of the house. Absolutely. There's no doubt yeah. in my mind. He's so scummy. He's going to take the whole life insurance and, and he's going to take the house and go back for him. Yeah. Now, okay. Now that I have that context, you are an asshole for that because there's no way you just casually like, I wonder who owns the house. Like, oh, let me just go check really quick to see. Now you're playing on, you're playing on pulling the rug out of Emily. Yeah. And also, Absolutely. what's the beef with Emily? <laughs> what did Emily do? Well, and like, I know it's only two years, but like some people get married after six months. Like That is true. Their relationship could be like, oh, we know we're spending our life together. So like, it doesn't really, a piece of paper doesn't change it. Like, mm -hmm. we'll do it when we're ready. Like, we spend all of our money on this house. So maybe they can't afford a marriage, like a, a big yeah. ass wedding right now. So they're like, hey, you know what? We have our house together. Mm -hmm. We're living our life. Like, we're good. And then for him to just be like, the son told him, I'm going to propose and I need to change my life insurance. That is true. Like the son, he already knew the intention. And you know what I hate? <sighs> I hate when somebody dies and like, this is not what they would have wanted. Bro, you know exactly what they want. You're doing the complete opposite. Yeah. You're actually sinister. Sinister. A little disrespectful to the son's wishes. Okay. Moving along. Are you ready? Yeah. 
How do you feel about babies? I love babies. Really? I do. I love kids. Okay. And kids love me. They, oh, what do you do? I'm like, they like me, but I'm, I'm really scared of them. Why? They're just such powerful little beings and you never they know what's going to come out of their mouth. And they're strong as fuck. They are scrappy. Like babies are in, like insanely strong. Um, I personally like love kids. Um, I don't know if I want to have any, but I do love them. And I, I don't know. I feel like being around kids, like they're shaping like little America and like they're so smart and they're just like little sponges. They're and so then cute. like, they're just like, I don't know. Kids are adorable. They're dirty and stinky and annoying though, but I love kids. <laughs> Did you see that TikTok of the guy yelling at the baby on a plane? <laughs> Did she pay extra to fucking yell? That was funny. <laughs> that was mad funny. Uh, that guy was, I've never seen someone so unhinged. I've never seen somebody that mad at a kid, but I will say I was on my flight back from vacation and there was like a lot of kids on the flight and they were being like mad annoying. Like I was asleep because I hate having like headphones on. So I was asleep without my headphones. And then like the baby would like, it wasn't even a baby. It was, it was, it was like a seven year old boy. He was just being like annoying as fuck. So I had to like, I dramatically <laughs> like put on my headphones and like looking at his parents. Like, shut, put a mullet on him. Like, Jesus. Uh, a mullet? <laughs> what's, it, what's it called? A muzzle. A muzzle. <laughs> a muzzle. Put a muzzle on him. Uh, some some people would think that uh, that is necessary for a lot of kids. Especially yeah. those Disneyland flights, man. Oh. Bro, I, also, I just feel like some parents, this is no shade because I know it's hard being a parent. You know what I mean? I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to talk too much shit. But a lot of y'all just don't discipline your kids. Like, and I'm not even saying that you have to whoop your kids. I don't believe in like physical discipline for children, but a lot of kids, like, especially like now they have no, like, cooth, (laughs) no decorum. No, I saw like some lady at, um, at Costco, like get her ass kicked by a kid, just like screaming and punching her. And I'm just like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something. And a gentle parenting is big, but I'm like, I mean, there's gotta be something where it's like, dude, like. I don't know, you don't get a toy, like, or get him an ice cream cone so he shuts up. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the solution. And then also, I just feel like, I think this is more so with gentle parenting. And I, I actually like love gentle parenting. Yeah, because it's um, it's not like, it's like authoritative parenting. Authoritative, yeah. and it's like, I'm and also, I just don't like people hitting kids. No. Like, if you won't slap another grown adult, if you won't, like, cuss out your boss for not giving you a day off work, you shouldn't be cussing at a kid or hitting a kid. Yeah, You know no. what I mean? But I do feel like sometimes it's just like they like love their kids so much and they don't want to ever be on like their kid's bad side, which that doesn't fucking exist. Like your kid is always going to love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no. they just kind of like their kids like just do whatever. I mean, I got a wooden spoon on my ass and I still love my mom. But was it unnecessary? Absolutely. Yeah. I will not do that to my kids. Yeah. But okay, now that we prefaced it, this next one. Am I the asshole for bringing my baby to a restaurant? I saw. Wait, wait, wait. That's the whole title? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a similar post here recently and assumed it was fake because surely stuff like this doesn't happen in real life until it happened to me yesterday. I, 30 female, have a three-month-old baby. Yesterday, I went out to lunch with my husband and some friends and brought the baby along. The restaurant was a trendy gastropub type place. Think $15 to $20 burgers in a high cost of living area. We've eaten here a couple of times a month for the past six years, and there are often families with kids here, so it's not like we took the baby to a kid-free environment. Mm -hmm. We were seated on the outdoor patio. For the first 30 minutes or so of us being there, the baby sat on my lap making quiet baby noises. 
At one point, he started to fuss, so I got up to take him away from the restaurant to calm him down. Because I know people are going to ask, this is exactly what happened. One, baby starts to fuss. Two, I stood up and grabbed a pacifier and blanket out of my bag. Three, baby started crying about halfway between the table and patio exit. Had what happened next not happened, the baby would have been crying in the restaurant for no more than 20 seconds. As I'm exiting the patio, someone from another table called out to get my attention. Thinking he was trying to tell me that I had dropped something, I started looking at the floor around me. He yelled again to get my attention and said something to the effect of, No one wants to hear your baby. You're not fucking special. I'm not a confrontational person, so I just turned around and left. Once the baby had calmed down, I came back in the restaurant. The man tried to get my attention again, but I just walked past him and ignored him. The baby didn't fuss for the rest of the meal, but we got dirty looks from the man and his date until they left. I ran this by some of my mom friends, and they're split. Some say he was an ass. Some say that I shouldn't have taken the baby out until he was older. And some say that they don't take their kids out to eat at all because it's rude to other people. I'm looking for a wider variety of options here. So, am I the asshole? Absolutely fucking not. You're not the asshole for taking your baby to a restaurant. And also, what happened to just saying, fuck you? Shut the fuck up. If if her husband was at that dinner, he should have got the fuck up and beat the fuck out of the dude that was talking shit to her. Because what do you... <laughs> what? You're yelling at me because my baby's crying? Like, we would have been in that bitch scrapping. I would have not left without a fist fight. Because, like... That's so, like, I feel like people forget that babies are humans. Babies are people. They are individuals. Babies are allowed to go places. Yes, babies are fucking annoying, 100%. I hate being around kids for long periods of time, too. (laughs) But I'm never going to yell at a, and and the baby's three months old. She's like a new mother. Little, yeah. I'm not going to yell at a mom that's clearly getting up to take the baby out to calm him down. And and frankly, it's just not that fucking serious. You're at a pub. You're not at like STK. Like, on an outdoor patio. Yeah, you're on an outdoor patio where there's cigarette smoke in the burgers. Like, what are you talking about? People's dogs are more disruptive. Let's let's really fucking talk about it. Y'all complain about dog like like babies. Y'all bring your dogs everywhere. Let's talk about bringing dogs into the restaurant. It's crazy in LA. Especially. It's crazy out here. I went to the Cheesecake Factory, you know, high class establishment, you know, yeah, I love that it. everybody frequents. We were dining in, dining in. Was it at the Grove? Uh, No, it wasn't the one at the Grove. It was okay. a different one. Okay. Dining in, you know what I'm saying? I'm having a great time with my friends. In walks a big ass pit bull and just sits at the table next to me. Why is there a pit bull in Cheesecake Factory? Y'all won't get mad at that because y'all, y'all are just, the pet people are weird. Like the people who love pets more than people, y'all are strange and I don't <laughs> like y'all. Like y'all scare the living daylights out of me. What do you mean if there's 20 babies burning in a, in a chihuahua, you're saving the dog? What? Like, I don't trust y'all as far as I can throw y'all, but having your baby in a restaurant on, on a family gathering, what the fuck are you supposed to do with the baby? Like... Well, and like how many people would sit at the table and just like bounce versus she got up and walked away. Like she went where she didn't even need to do that really and was even a nicer person in this situation. And the fact that she's trying to take the baby out clearly. Can't the guy see with his own two eyes? Like she's trying to do you a favor. Shut the fuck up. You're delaying. You're delaying. Mm -hmm. You're listening to more crying by not keeping your fucking mouth shut. And also if you've ever been around a child, like babies will like hoop and holler for like four minutes max. Like once they're once they're calm, they're chilling. 
They and want something <laughs> at that age. Like it either has to hungry. Poop, he's wet. Hungry. Like, yeah, it's something. Yeah. And she was literally anyways, you're a fucking loser for yelling at a mom and her baby about her baby crying. Yeah. Top comment is clear. Not the asshole. You can take your baby places. It's not radioactive. I think we forget that sometimes, though. Like, And the plane video is kind of the perfect yeah. example where I think there's this, like, entitlement right now where, like, you are so entitled to public spaces that you feel that you shouldn't have to deal with babies crying. Yeah. And then it's also, like, that FTK, like, fuck them kids type shit. Yeah. But, like, kids are still human beings. And they well, deserve to be going places, too. That's the thing, too, where it's, like, some of the moms telling her, like, I don't take my kids anywhere. What? How is your kid going to have social etiquette when they're out? You're creating a monster by not taking your kid out and socializing them. Yeah. Let's be real. Come on. Because the homeschool kids, they always be a little. Some No, I just talked to someone that was homeschooled and they said, like, I felt so socially stunted for so long. Yeah. And it's that much harder making friends now. Yeah. So take your fucking kids out. This is not. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with taking your friends out if you're going to fucking dinner. No. Like, I would have. I'm not not at a that place like this. Yeah, yeah. That girl is better than me because I would have slapped the fuck out of that dude for talking to me crazy. I, I like am not confrontational until someone provokes me and then I go like a little off the rocker. Mm -hmm. So I would have definitely like stood there and like, as long as he's not going to punch me or the baby, but like, like, are you fucking kidding me? Also to the girl that was on the date with the dude that was talking shit. Run. If you slept with that man, I, you need to question, you need to look in the mirror. Run. Because that is the biggest red flag I've ever seen. It's very scary. It's a baby, dude. Like a baby's crazy. A baby. Insane. Over this one. Okay, up next. This one's titled, Am I the asshole for being upset after my girlfriend called me high maintenance? Girlfriend, female 26, and I, male 24, have been together for four years, and we moved in together officially six months ago. We rented a new and more spacious apartment together. We split rent and most of the expenses, according to our wages. We both work. I have a full-time job and she works part-time. I'll answer more questions if needed. I'm a terrible cook. I don't like it at all. And every time I try to cook something, it tastes awful. So my girlfriend cooks most of our meals. To be honest, also, I don't do many of the household chores. It's not that I want my girlfriend to do everything on her own, but I was living with my mom before moving out, and she used to do everything. Uh oh I do other stuff, and I do chores when asked. This is a small issue between us, but not as big. Yesterday, I came back from work around 8, and my girlfriend was cooking for us. We had dinner, and then she was washing the dishes. We were chatting while she cleaned. Then I went to hug her while she was putting everything on place, the seasonings and that kind of stuff. By this time, it was like an hour later. I was trying to hug her and kiss her, but she was like, leave me alone a sec and moving away. She wasn't angry. She was just busy. Then I let her go and tell her something like, quote, why are you so cold in a whiny voice? I was trying to be funny. She then snapped, quote, why are you so high maintenance? I was kind of shocked by her tone. I thought she was joking, and I said, you're for real? And she said, yeah, I love you, but you're high maintenance. Sometimes I can't with you. Then I got upset, and I told her I'll leave her alone and left to the bedroom. Around maybe 15 minutes later, she comes in and was trying to talk to me, but I was kind of ignoring her and giving her short answers because I didn't want to talk to her. She asked me what was going on, and I told her that we were joking around until she started saying stuff that hurt. She then went off on me. 
She told me I never help, or if I do, she has to tell me what to do. She says she feels like she's my mom sometimes. We argued, and now we're in a tight spot. Here's my hot take. Let's hear it. I feel like there's nothing wrong with being high maintenance, and there's nothing wrong with like liking a particular lifestyle. But I feel like if you're going to be a high maintenance man, first of all, that's a little weird. <laughs> Okay, that's a little that's a little strange. But I feel like if you're, if you're gonna be high maintenance and not do anything around the work like around the house, have money to like expense that. You know what I mean? Like just so your girlfriend's not cleaning the house, like hire a cleaner to come like once a week or like, you know, order food or whatever. Like just don't make her like slave pretty much with nothing in return. Cause like that would get annoying and that would get very aggravating. But I feel like if you're making enough money, if you want to be high maintenance, like that's cool, but just make sure you're taking like a little bit of the load off. But if she calls you high maintenance and you actually are high maintenance, there's you're you're kind of an asshole for getting mad. Yeah, no, I would not put up with this. This is breakup worthy for me. And like him being like, well, I lived with my mom, so I didn't learn how to do anything. I hate mama's boys, bro. I can't. I literally can't with them. And like the enmeshment and like the moms raising some and of the their- like, like what's it called? The sexual what's it called? The the incest. What's it called? The fucking ancestral behavior between moms and sons. Enmeshment. Oh, okay. Yeah. I literally like, I can't stand it when moms treat their sons as like a husbands, partner. Yeah. As a partner. That's not normal. And so. But you know, the reason I think that is, I think moms who are like incestual with their sons is because their whole lives they've been like fucked over by men mm-hmm. and their son is the only man in their life that's ever loved them unconditionally. Yes. So they see their sons as like partners and like, oh my God, I'm going to do everything for my son because that's like their man. You know? Yeah, they raise their sons to be the perfect partner. Yeah. And then when they move on or get in a relationship, they're mad that they don't get to reap the benefits. Yeah. It's like this whole thing. It that's is- why they always hate like the girlfriends. The girlfriends. And the wives and whatever. If you ever date, if you ever run into a mama's boy, just run. It's never. He's always gonna pick his mom over you. First of all, he's never gonna put you first. It's always gonna be his mom over you. So don't even waste your time with it. It's a really hard dynamic to work through. Yeah, it is, and it's fucking weird. It's tough. Like if you're 45, saying like, "Well, I don't want to eat here because my mom doesn't like this. She doesn't like for me to do this." Like what? And it's like, okay, yeah. Well, your mom used to do that for you, but now you live with your partner and you're a grown ass man. You're 24. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's time to grow up yeah. and learn some household tasks. And it's like, do you think your partner likes doing all that? No. Who no. likes cleaning and cooking all fucking day? No one. No one. Like, I hate cooking. I hate cleaning. You you saw my fucking house. Yeah. Look at this place. Look at it. It's like, it is hard to clean, especially when you're yeah, busy. I hate cooking and I also hate cleaning, but that's why I outsourced. Yeah, no, I'm I'm getting someone in here because, yeah. like, the floors need to be a little mopped. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's just like, dude, grow up. Grow up. Literally. You are high maintenance. And then to be, she called me high maintenance. You are high maintenance. Are you 50? Like, how old are you? Like, oh my. Also, like, <laughs> I have been called a lot of things. Never been called high maintenance. But I've been called, high, like, somebody calling me high maintenance wouldn't offend me at all. No. Because I don't feel like being called high maintenance is an insult. I feel like for me, I look at high maintenance more as like, am I high maintenance or do I just have standards? Precisely. Like, I want my hair to look nice. I want my nails to look good. Like, I think like women in particular that like care about their appearance and like care about their clothing and just like, like the upkeep of like looking presentable, they get called high maintenance as like a derogatory thing. Yeah. But I don't think it's like bad to be high maintenance. Like you got standards. Like that's fine. I can look after myself. Yeah. Okay. High maintenance. Oh, cool. I like getting. I like getting waxed. 
There's nothing wrong with that. It's not high maintenance. Self care, baby. I feel like I feel like just anyway, you're you're an asshole for getting mad that she called you high maintenance. That's actually very weak, and I need you to pull your fucking panties up and and grip your goddamn balls and learn how to do a dish. Yeah, pull out the vacuum. It's time. It's your twenty four. It's time. And then it's also like, how long is this? Anyways, well, and it's like it's <laughs> it's like well, she says I always do it wrong or whatever he said. And it's like well. It's not that hard. And then I wonder, have you heard about weaponized incompetence? Yes. That's what it kind of feels like sometimes with dudes. Well, I don't do it right. So you just, you should just do it because yeah. I do it wrong every time anyway. You know, you don't like it when I do it. Like, oh my God. Uh. Or like, I'll get asked a question where I'm like, why are you asking me this question? You're the one that taught me how to do it. Yeah. Come on. No, no, no. Yeah. And I'm like, if you wanted to call and hear my voice, just say, say that. that. Yeah. Like, if you want to talk as you're at the grocery store and just, like, catch up, like, we can do that. But, like, you don't need to ask me, like, oh, there's no lettuce. What do I do? I don't know. Make an executive decision. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be fine with whatever you choose. Like, it's just, like, you don't realize how sometimes where— it might be a simple task where you're like, I would just like like my partner's input. But for people that already have so much on their plate to get asked a question where it's like you are so capable of dealing with yeah. it. It's like you're doing the labor, but you're still making me do the um, like the planning, like more of yeah. the emotional work. I just saw something on this where this wife was like going out of town for a couple of days. And so in order to like prepare her husband to do it right she packed the kids lunches for the week she packed their backpacks and their clothes so that he could drop them off at his mom's house and it's like she's still doing all the work yeah she's not even there and she's still doing the work and then also it's insane like what do you mean you packed your kids lunch a week in advance like where the kids is not gonna eat they like got left home with their dad <laughs> like they weren't gonna have lunch i think that's what it seems like what like, kind of parent are you also I sometimes I feel bad for mothers because I feel like a lot of times like their whole fucking identity gets erased mm -hmm. as soon as they have a kid. Like they're not like Chelsea. They're like, oh, that's Eric's mom. You know what I mean? Like, and it's so <laughs> sick to see. I've never. Yeah. Like once you become a mom, that's your entire identity. And I feel like a lot of, and I feel like that's why like a lot of moms like go through like postpartum and, or just like depressed because like they don't have an identity. Like they can't work anymore because they have to like stay home with the kids. Like they can't do anything that doesn't involve the kids. Like the husband's just like, oh my God, I love you. You're such a great mother. They're not, I love you. You're such a great partner. You know what I mean? So like once you have kids, like. That's why you have to be very selective. With who you With procreate, who you have kids yeah. with. Like. And sometimes you don't know until they lock you down. And then that's when like abusive tendencies mm -hmm. can come out. So like, obviously, like you can only do your best. But if I don't have someone that's willing to like take up 50% of the burden with me, mm -hmm. I don't want a kid with you. Yeah. I don't want a life with you. No. Like I can be single and do everything on my own. I don't need your weight pulling me down. And then also if you're not being an addition, what's the point of you being here? That... Like, I, there's no point for you. If you're not going to pull your own weight, there's no point for you to be here. Because I'm, like, independent. So, like, I don't really need, like, somebody who's riding my coattails. You're proving I can do it all on my own anyways. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Okay, moving along. This next one is titled, Am I the asshole for disrespecting my partner's culture by calling pasta noodles? Italians are so irritating. <laughs> 
Pretty much the title. My partner, male 23, said I, female 20, disrespect his Italian heritage slash culture because I call pasta noodles instead of pasta. I'd understand if I was purposefully mispronouncing the dishes themselves, but I'm not. I'd even understand if they were used almost exclusively in Italian culture, but they aren't. I've had slash have Italian friends, even knew someone straight from Italy, and no one's ever said anything about me calling them noodles, so I don't understand why it's such a big deal. But he gets pretty upset, so I feel like I might be the asshole, but at the same time, if part of me feels like he's overreacting, am I the asshole? I feel like eventually that man is going to hit you. (laughs) I just feel like that's something so minuscule to get, like, mad about. Like I feel feel like that's a, I feel like that's, like, telling of something. I don't know what, because I don't know your man. But I feel like there's some underlying something going on, and I feel like you should break up with him. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's getting mad over that. You should leave, because that's something so weird to be mad about. And then also, like, Italian culture. Can we, like... (laughs) Mozzarella. <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't even like say. It's not like he's from Italy. <laughs> he's from like the Bronx. It, it's like it's giving like I'm fifteen percent Italian. Like yeah. I did my ancestry DNA, mm-hmm. and I realized I'm fifteen percent Italian. So like respect and my he's heritage. Like, he's like blonde eye, like blonde blue eyes. Like I'm not white. I'm Italian. Yeah. Like. <laughs> okay. And then like she said in the thing, like y- y'all aren't the only people that eat noodles everybody eats noodles so many cultures and have then also noodles. i love pasta like yum one of my favorite foods yeah but anytime i talk about it i, I don't ever really call it pasta like, i'm like oh i like pasta but i like i like spaghetti i like fettuccine like you know what i mean i more call it by the noodle type now that yeah. i think about it yeah i do that too i love spaghetti i love lasagna i don't really just call it like pasta no i think about when i go to the store too i'm like oh we need some spaghetti like, noodles we need some egg noodles yeah like i don't Huh, yeah, I don't think I say pasta either. I don't know anybody that, like, calls it, like... Because, like, pasta... I feel like pasta is an umbrella term. Yeah. Because there's so many things that are considered pasta. So I feel like nobody's just calling it pasta. He's just... He's an asshole. Yeah, he's just a dick. You're with a bitch. (laughs) He's just a bitch. Uh, Yeah. Top comment on this one. Not the asshole. I'm an actual Italian from Italy, and I hereby grant you official permission on behalf of the whole Italian population to call pasta whatever the hell you want and to tell your partner that he's a pretentious scassamanchia e de mester... Uh-oh. E di smetterala di rompia e cojoni. First of all, the whatever OP, the OP's means. man does not speak Italian. <laughs> no. He's going to think whatever the fuck that is is Spanish. <laughs> He's <laughs> not a real Italian. <laughs> he doesn't know what you're talking about. Oh, someone else down goes, this guy is a whole marinara flag. Red, red flag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said flag. I was like, okay, Fle- I'm lost. Well, okay, so something- Where are you from? Are you from like the Midwest? Yeah. Okay, I can tell. Minnesota. That You sound like it. So I was, something I was going to say is uh, when I first moved out to L.A., in Minnesota, we say big. Like big? No. Bag. Oh, like, wow. That's bad. Hey, can I get a bag? <laughs> <laughs> so I, because I got made fun of so much when I first moved here. You're not saying on my head. I'm gonna... No, you're good. Chuck them. So I got made fun of so much when I first moved here. I like changed a lot of what I say. So I say bag now. Like, oh, can I get a bag? Because I would be at the grocery store and I'd be like, hey, yeah, can I get a bag? And they'd look at me like I was saying 
something totally different. Like they had no idea. And you didn't even have, you were like, what's that big? Like you didn't even know. <laughs> I was, um, when I first moved to my college or whatever, cause I'm from the South and from Alabama. And I used to say like water. Yeah. Like, can I get some water? Yeah. And then somebody was like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> I said, can I get some water? Like you say it W-U-D-E-R. Like, yeah. Water. And then he was like, you mean water? And so I've never said it like that ever since cause I was embarrassed. Oh, see? <laughs> it's just, it hurts the heart it a little. It really does. I, um, I say soda, too. Or no, 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 I don't say soda. Pop. I say pop instead of soda. I, that just doesn't really make sense, but okay. It's so cute. Can I get a pop? Yeah, because the full name is soda pop. So I just say the second part instead of the first part. You win this round. It's cute. <laughs> you win this one. Have you ever been scared when you've stayed at an Airbnb that there's going to be cameras in it? Yes. This is a big fear of mine lately. And especially because like Airbnb owners are literally like, I don't know, fucking cyberists from hell. <laughs> like Airbnb owners. What's up with the cleaning the- fees? And then, you know what be pissing me off about Airbnbs? You have to clean yourself? They want you, what the fuck is like, like, like riddle me this. What the fuck is the point of me cleaning up after myself, if there is a cleaning fee, like okay, I get not like fucking trash in the place, but why would I throw away the pizza box that's on like the counter if I'm paying three hundred dollars for you to supposedly have a cleaner come through here? Why do I have to wash all of my own sheets and towels after I'm done? Why do I have to take the sheets off the bed once I'm once I'm checking out? Like, do I look like I'm not I'm not a hotel service? Like, what? Why do I have to take my trash in my car on a two hour road trip back home because you don't have a fucking pickup service? Yes. That's crazy. Like, what do you mean there's no trash can available? We spent three grand for the weekend, baby. You're Yeah, what? I'm going to leave this shit on your doorstep. You're not taking the trash? Like, what? And then they'll always, like, as soon as you, like, check out everything smooth, there's always... Actually, um, I think there's, like, a fork missing. A fork? (laughs) Go to Ikea and get another pack. I think that'll be, like, $50 charge. Like, I don't know. Airbnb hosts are just evil to me. They're another I had a fucking weird one. I was in Miami with my friends. It was a big friend group. We had a house. The house we got got. The house was not what it looked like on Airbnb. You got catfish by yes. house. Here's, here's the kicker. Ugh. The owner meets us at the house. I had never had that happen before. We're all in the living room. The owner is like talking about like the rules, giving us the rundown. And I'm like, why the fuck are you here? Like we're all like looking confused. Is that legal? I can don't they, know. Can they do that? I have no idea. Anyway, so he's like, at the time, I think I was like 21. I think I was 21 or 22. Um, yeah, I think I was 22 and I booked the, I booked the Airbnb. And so we were there, mind you, Airbnb has like your license, all that on there. Yeah. He was like, uh, oh, Fanita, by the way, how old are you? And I was like 21. He was like, oh, you're supposed to be like 25 to book this place. (laughs) I said, well, isn't that a you problem? Like what the fuck does that have to do with me? It's not on me. So he was like, all right, I'll just come out tomorrow with like another contract. You just sign it and then we'll be squared away. And I was like, what? So then this is, this is insane. This is the next day. I'm butt booty naked. Me and my best friend are getting ready. There are also there are a lot of girls on this trip. There's like a girls and like and like two boys on the trip. Oh gosh. And everybody's getting dressed because we're about to go out to the club, whatever. Everybody's like in towels, whatever. And I guess he was like watching the camera because he was texting me, like trying to get in. And I was obviously ignoring it because I was like, bro, we're about to get it. I'm not, I'm not about to deal with this. This man just walks in the house. I hope you got your money back. Fuck no, we didn't. Yeah, no. Oh my God. I would have been like. He walks into the house and he's like, where's Fanita? And then they're like, I think she's like getting ready. That's so inappropriate. 
what? And we had like so many women in the house. That's well, and that's where you start to like fear for your safety. You're like, yeah. what is this guy doing? Like, is he trying to sex traffic all of us? Like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, like that was insane. That's that's really weird. Yeah, I was like, and then like, I think my friend tried to get his money back on the Airbnb, but you know, Airbnb they also suck. They're so little crooks, little crooks. Well, so this, I'm just not even gonna preface it. You're gonna see, okay. Mm-hmm. This next one is titled, Am I the Asshole for Covering Up Cameras in the Living Room, Bedroom, and Bathroom in My Husband's Family's Home? Yeah. I recently got married, and we've recently moved into my husband's family's home. It's a big house on a farm in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful, but slightly creepy because of how old and run down and secluded it is. The people who live in this house are myself, female 24, my husband John, Male, 37. Well, that age gap is a little... Um, I don't like that. I don't like that age gap at all. My brother-in-law, male, 38, and his wife, female, 25. I'm scared. Wait, 38, 38 and 25 and 37 and 24? Runs in the family. Same age gap. My other brothers-in-law, male, 42, and male, 26, and my father-in-law, male, 60. I'm a stay-at-home wife, hopefully mother soon, we're trying, and my sister-in-law and I are responsible for the house while the guys work on the farm. It's a very traditional family, something I wasn't quite used to. Within a few days, I noticed that the house, including our bedroom, living room, and bathroom, had cameras installed. It made me extremely uncomfortable, and I confronted my husband about this. He told me it's for safety and not to worry about it. I questioned cameras in the bathroom, and he said those were just fakes and to drop the subject. Uh Uh-oh. I did because his tone told me he didn't want to discuss it any further, but the cameras kept bugging me, and after a few days, I covered them up. I felt weird being under constant camera presences. When my husband got home, he asked me to come to our bedroom, and he was furious. He started shouting at me that I had no right to change anything in his family's home, He said he already told me to ignore the cameras. I questioned the cameras again and explained how they made me feel, but he asked me if I didn't trust him. I said that I trusted him. He asked if I trusted his family. I said that I did. Then he said, see, there's no problem then. Only family has access to these cameras. I tried telling him that it wasn't better, but he told me to not touch the cameras again and to stop being a problem. Uh Uh-oh. The next morning, no one would talk to me, including my sister-in-law. When we were alone, she told me to stop making a mess and that she can't talk to me as that's punishment for being disrespectful. She told me to stop being an asshole and listen to John and not get her involved in my marital problems. I don't think I was being an asshole. I only tried to express my feelings and that this made me feel uncomfortable. But everyone in the house thinks I'm in the wrong, and I'm confused. Am I really the asshole for covering up the cameras? Girl, get the fuck out of that house run, now. Run, run, Get the fuck out of the house. First of all, how are you even convinced to move to a farm in the middle of nowhere? Also, if I'm in the middle of nowhere and it's super secluded, why are there cameras at all? And then also, why are you just about... There's too many men in that house. It's all dudes. It's all dudes and your sister-in-law. Clearly, your sister-in-law, she's behind enemy lines. Like, you still got a chance to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. They're doing some weird stuff in the house. 
what are they doing with that footage? Also, if the camera in the bathroom would fake was fake, why are you mad I'm covering it up? Why is there a camera in the bathroom, period? If all of, first of all, if all of y'all are related and all of y'all are family, besides the two, the two wives, why, why would there need to be cameras at all? They're fucking doing some freaky shit with the footage, looking at the wives and doing some fucking weird shit. Selling it online. Yeah, they're doing something fucking weird and you need to get out of that house and file for divorce. I could never be convinced to move to a fucking farm. No. What? Also, the fact that they're punishing her too, this is giving cult. I was about to say that. It's giving cult. It's, it's giving cult giving for sure. cult. And th- I had like some girls on recently who are like, cult experts they have a podcast on it and there's like certain rules where like if a member misbehaves you they can be ostracized and like not communicating is like one of those punishments which is exactly what they're doing they're trying to punish her they're all ignoring her like making her think she was wrong they're gaslighting her and his his like language where he's like do you not trust me do you not trust my family um no i don't well like why is he? It's just it and feels also, so abusive. Like, the the age gap thing, like she's being like they're controlling you, and this you need is, to free yourself. This is really really scary. That's really bad and really scary. And I hope that you're safe. The top comment did pick up on the cult thing. Luckily, um, so the top comment with twelve thousand upvotes says, "You have moved into a cult compound, and if you're smart, you'll stop trying to have a cult baby." or you will never be rid of these people. Note also the huge age difference between husbands and wives. They look for younger, less experienced women who, like you, question yourself more easily than people who have seen this shit before. Run away. Not the asshole. Okay, so we're all in agreement. Yeah, you gotta get the hell out. (laughs) You gotta get out now. You gotta pack a bag, get your Honda Civic, and, and scoot. I wonder if the cameras are there, though, to make sure they don't leave. I think the cameras are there for numerous reasons. One, to keep tabs on everybody and what everybody's doing. Two, probably to get footage of those girls naked or whatever the fuck they're doing. And three, making sure that nobody crosses. And then also, like, if the cameras have audio, they're hearing everything, too. Yeah. So, like, they'll know if you're trying to, like, form a couth and, and get out. Also, they're trying for a baby. There's cameras in their bedroom. Yeah, this is some sick shit going on. I'm not going to lie. I'm, like, I didn't. I didn't know how bad this one was. I thought it was just going to be a little tamer than this. I didn't read it. Yeah, I need I need you to Ooh. escape. Yeah, call the police or something, man. I don't know. I feel like that's like the plot of a Lifetime movie. That's crazy. Also, what do you think happened to the mom? Like, all the sons that's and the dad? True. Like, what happened to the mom? The mom probably got the fuck out. Or they killed her. I pro- She probably died. Yeah, she probably died in a tragic accident. Like, she fell off the tractor and onto a a hole that was on the ground, and it pierced her fucking heart. <laughs> That's quite the mental image. <laughs> I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I'm, that was my lifetime monologue, my fault. It's <laughs> always some insane shit like that. People do, no. Or but- we don't talk about mom's death. What do you mean? <laughs> like, we don't talk about Bruno. No, it, it's something bad happened. She either left, which is also, like, they definitely don't talk about her then because mm-hmm. these women would like see the potential they could leave or there's an escape. So it's fucked up. But if they're Amish, which they're not Amish because they have cameras, but culty for sure. But um, I just saw something where like Amish women, they only get brought to the hospital if things are like really, really bad because like Amish have their own like 
mm-hmm. healers and stuff. And so this like ER nurse or whatever was sharing a story on TikTok about how this Amish woman was like coming to the hospital and they ride up on their horses and buggies still like to mm-hmm. the hospital. And they were like, okay, everyone get ready because it's going to be bad. And it was like a POV thing. And she was like, why? Like, why is it going to be bad? And then it's flipped. And she was like, well, the last time we had an Amish woman get rushed in, she was nine months pregnant, was working in the field, fell, broke her pelvis, and went into labor. Damn. How I literally, you could not pay me to be Amish. You couldn't pay me to be Amish. You couldn't pay me to do a lot of things. You couldn't pay me to live on a farm. Like, I'm a city girl. It's like, like, I don't know, man. I just don't. (laughs) It's because I didn't grow up like that. But like, it's like. I'm sorry, but it's hard for me to believe that you actually have, like, a good quality of life living like that. Not, not, this type of farm, this is hard labor. Yeah. I grew up on, like, a hobby farm. Like, back-breaking work. Yeah. From, like, you have to wake up at 3 a.m. Yeah, no. And, you know, you go to bed at 6 p.m. And you're working and you're cooking everything from fucking scratch. And you're milking the cows for, you don't even have Fruit Loops. You know what I'm saying? That's a hard life. (laughs) Like, I don't want no parts of that. I'm sorry. No. I literally just grew up with horses and, like, that was it. We just, you had to take care of the horses, throw them hay. But, like, I was not out in the fields planting crops. Yeah, like, like using the tractor, like, pulling, like, fucking gathering cattle. No. Like, I'm not, that's, that's dead. That's dead as fuck. Yeah, no. And then also, I, if my husband, if I got married, my husband's like, all right, babes, pack your bags, we're moving to the farm. Like, well, I'm going to file for divorce right here now because I'm not fucking going. (laughs) How much would it take to get you to live on a farm? It, I would never. What about like one of the cute farms up in Malibu though, where they just rescue all the little animals? I don't want to live on a farm. No. None or any means. Even with a big mansion? But also like being like that secluded. I don't know. I feel like to have a farm, you have like a lot of land and I feel like you're really secluded. So what if my husband's in there just like beat me the fuck up and I'm on a fucking farm. I run five miles. I have no reception. And also like I'm a city base. I want to live in like a high rise condo. Mm. You know, I do see that city, for you. you know? What a doorman. Yeah, that's that is very nice. Yeah, my friend Jordan lives in an apartment like that in Chicago, and like, it's bougie. Like it's I'm so like, nice. I, yeah, like like I'm a, I'm trying to be like a bougie bitch. Like I don't want to walk outside and step in cow shit. Okay, farm life ain't for you. We've ruled it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving along. So this next one is titled "Am I the asshole for kicking my son's girlfriend out of our house?" My husband, 58 male, and I, 56 female, recently met my son's 24 male girlfriend for the first time. He's been crazy about her. Apparently, they've been dating for a year before he decided to have us meet her officially. What he's told us about her all seems great. She's just got her degree, was enjoying her job, family-oriented, etc. I'm honestly just glad he's happy with her. My husband and I don't think he's ever been this into someone before, so I feel pretty bad about what I did. Last weekend, he brought her over for dinner. By now, we'd been anticipating meeting her with how much our son has been gushing about her, how perfect she is, that she's the one, in his words. They ring the doorbell. We open the door. She looks exactly like her pictures, which is a great start. My son is grinning ear to ear. Another great start. We invite them in. She accepts my hug and a firm handshake from my husband, and then she opens her mouth. Quote, I'm the one your son puts his penis in. That's crazy. To be frank, I was appalled. I expected my husband to laugh. Both he and my son are jokesters, and as annoying as it can be, I love it. But this was just too much for me. 
Maybe I'm reserved, but of all the things she could have shared about my son, she told us that one look at my face and my husband knew how much I disapproved. Maybe I let my expectations get too high and it's unfair to have them, but I reiterate, of all the things to say to her boyfriend's parents, whom she'd never met, she chose that. My son was amused at first, but when he noticed my reaction, his face dropped. I felt like he'd sold me the full package, everything he'd always been looking for in a girlfriend. I was too disturbed by the visual it put in my head, and it translated into anger. I told her to get out, and I wanted to say more about how gross it made me feel, but I fortunately left it at that. My son didn't want to go, insisting I give her another chance, but I was too fed up and uncomfortable by this point. Even my husband, who's enjoyed his fair share of raunchy jokes, wouldn't let it up. They left, and I immediately felt guilty. This was something my son had really looked forward to, and I felt like I took it away over a dumb joke. I tried calling to apologize, but he hasn't responded. My husband thinks she's the one who should apologize. I'm considering giving her another chance, but before I do, was I the asshole? Talking about your boyfriend's penis in front of his mom is OD, I'm not gonna lie. And I'm a raunchy, disgusting person. I love a gross joke. (laughs) But I've never said nothing like that. <laughs> like, I've like, on the first meet, you got to be on your P's and fucking Q's. Yeah. The first family dinner, you got to be Anne Hathaway. You got to walk in yep. poised, composed. And then once you get comfortable with the family, you can obviously start making jokes and like being cool. But th- to, for that to be the first thing you said to his mom, that is actually insanity. It's a little weird. Like we gotta start playing the role a little bit better here, guys. A little, little disrespectful. And yeah. I, you know, they're they're all adults, so it's it's a fine line to walk with in laws as like adults and not dating in high school, where it's like you're both adults, like you're on the same playing field, but at the same time, like that's still his mom. Yeah, that's still his mom. There's still a There's level still, of respect that you have to have. Exactly. And so it's like, even if you thought that was gonna be funny, that one of I feel mm. like. I, I, don't I feel know. like depending on who the parents are and depending on like your relationship with the parents because like I make like with my friends' parents I make some pretty raunchy jokes and they yeah. think it's funny whatever but it's also because I've been around them for like a long time so yeah. they know how I talk and like they know like when I'm playing like that's just like I feel like to say that to a mother is just kind of uncomfortable because she doesn't want to think about her son fucking you no or her think about her son in a sexual manner at all so that's kind of strange I do feel like if her son is like raving about the girl and he really really loves her then he's probably not going to break up with a girlfriend. But the girlfriend 100% owes the mom an apology. Yeah. And I think maybe they can like find some common ground, but that was mad, like out of pocket. I can't imagine having the gall to say that. Like on the first, the first intro, like not like, hi, I'm Chelsea. Great to meet you. It's I'm the girl your your son fucks. <laughs> That's the first thing. I'm the one your son puts his penis in. Not like, hey, do you need help in the kitchen tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so many other avenues we could have taken so you went many. straight to fucking boardwalk well even like i'm thinking about other like words we use with in-laws and i'm i'm thinking about like how people are like oh well we're trying yeah and it's like oh well he's coming inside me now like haven't you seen those t-shirts it's yeah. like oh i just kind of cringe um, yeah. and, and the thing is dads are way more like lax than moms if the dad didn't find it funny you're really up shit creek yeah like if the dad didn't find it funny that was a poor joke but yeah. I feel like I feel like this is something that like they can be easily resolved I feel like in the moment I mean me personally if I made like a out of pocket joke and I could tell that like, the mom was like not nah, fucking with it I would have probably apologized immediately to kind of like settle the storm yeah 
I still feel like they should have had dinner because it was the first time they met. That's where I I totally agree with that. Yeah, I feel like they should have had dinner. Um, the mom maybe should have like pulled her aside because it is girl, you're in her house, you know. I feel like maybe she should have pulled her aside and be like, hey, like that wasn't very appropriate. I don't appreciate you like talking like that in front of me. And then you could have like squashed it, but all that like kicking her out of the house was dramatic. That's where I was like, you're not the asshole because it was a crude comment. But at the same time, to let it ruin your whole evening, like maybe give her a chance to explain herself. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I mean, I fuck it. She thought she was at Comedy Central. The joke didn't land. Okay, like y'all didn't <laughs> find it funny. That's fine. The joke was inappropriate. Whatever the fuck. But I feel like your son was so excited for you to meet his girlfriend. Yeah. For it to end like that, like at least you you could have pushed through it for your son at least. Yeah. And gave her like the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, for sure. But she sure. was dead wrong for saying that. But I feel like canceling the dinner was just not the right move. Hundred percent. Top comment and overall vote is not the asshole. I'm pretty liberal and open-minded, but for fuck's sake, I'd never lead with that meeting my boyfriend's parents for the first time or say that ever. Like, seriously, you open the door and that's what flies out of her mouth? We do have an update, though. Okay. To clear some things up, my husband had no part in my reaction. I did the kicking out, not him. My son lives in a nearby state. It can take about an hour to get back to where we live. He also hasn't dated anyone seriously for a while, maybe a couple of years. He told us before that he wouldn't bring anyone home unless he's sure he wants a future with her. Mm -hmm. The comment about her looking like her pictures shows my age. Sorry for that. He's only shown us her photos she sent him as he apparently didn't have any of them together. He hates taking pictures. And apparently she's always teasing him about it. I don't have any criteria that either of my kids' spouses need to meet. I just hope my kids are happy with them. Um, what I meant by her being the full package was indicative of what he's told us about her. As his parents, we have a good idea of what he looks for in a partner, and she's checked off everything based on what we've been told. Also, thank you for your comments and rewards, blah, 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 blah. Thanks, everyone, for reaching out. My son got in touch with me. His girlfriend agreed to try again. We all met at a restaurant my son and his girlfriend chose. The first thing she said was an apology for what she said. Okay. I apologized for my reaction. We hugged. It was nice. She then explained how my son had convinced her the joke like that would land well and that she wouldn't have said it if she didn't think we'd like it. According to my son, she was reluctant to open with any jokes at all, but they came up with that one together on the way over. <laughs> so her boyfriend set her up. Why didn't he step up for her then? Yeah, that, that doesn't make like... He should have said something immediately. Oh, mom, that was just that was just a joke. So I remember one time oh. I was at my um friend's house and he was bringing his girlfriend over to meet his dad. And his dad, <laughs> before the girlfriend came, was like, "I'm gonna call her by the wrong name the whole time and see if she like says anything." The dad. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, because he's like he's just like that. So like she got there, he called her the wrong name over and over and over and over again, and she never corrected oh. him. And then like he eventually was like, "Why aren't you like sticking up for yourself?" Like, you should have told me that your name wasn't that when you first walked in. Anyways, but yeah, I feel like the boyfriend... Why didn't the boyfriend then... The boyfriend should have been like, hey, man, mom, that was me. Like, it was, hey, I told her to say it. That could have solved Okay, that makes everything. a lot more sense. I feel like no girl with sense would say that to, like, the parents off rip. But if she was convinced by her boyfriend that her parents, his parents would find it funny, then that's on the boyfriend for not saying yeah. something sooner. 100%. My dad is such a crude person. Like, he is very just sexual jokes, raunchy, mm -hmm. like he's crazy. And so if someone would have opened like that, like if I had a boyfriend that walked in and was like, hey, I'm the guy your daughter fucks. 
he'd be like, okay, hi. Like he would brush it off, yeah. like whatever. And so the fact that he like insisted to her, no, 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 they'll find it funny. And then didn't say anything in the moment. Like, mom, it was my idea. I was like, I did this. Bro, I would be pissed at the boyfriend. I would too. Like, I would like, we'd be going home fighting like, bro, you set me. And then you didn't say anything when your mom was mad at me. Yeah. Now she thinks I'm just fucking freak nympho. And it's <laughs> her fault. <laughs> she thinks I'm just soaking wet and horny because you didn't say anything. I would be so mad. Because that, that conversation, that would have been over in like, that would have been resolved in like two minutes. Yeah. Like, hey, your son said that it would be funny. Well, and, and, and then that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. why aren't people like, what's what's with this generation? Like, why don't people open their fucking mouths? Because if it was me and I got set up, I'd be like, your son dead said that you would think it was funny. Like, I would too. I would, I would throw him completely under the bus. In like, that situation? Yeah. First time meeting him? They love him. They're not going to care. Yeah. Throw him under the bus. A- absolutely. 100%. I'm throwing him under the bus. Your son told me dead ass that you would find it funny and I'm so sorry that it didn't land, but he like, pretty much had a gun in my back to say it also she put in the original post my husband and son are jokesters didn't you kind of suss out that maybe Maybe she was joking maybe it was like him behind this like i feel like the the main point is we know the the girl was joking yeah we know that was a joke um also if your husband and your son are like that you could have put two and two together like oh like jacob you made caitlin say this ah but i so like I, this boils down to men ain't shit. More of the story. Yeah. 100%. Okay, moving along. This one is titled, My Groomsman Has Had Sex With My Fiance. I'm gagged. <laughs> my fiance, 24 female, and I, 25 male, are getting married in about six months. One of my groomsmen is a friend, 26 male, that I've been very close with for like eight years one of my best friends. Well, a few years ago, when we were all in college together, we had a threesome. We were all drunk and we ended up deeply regretting it. Whenever I remember it, I cringe with shame and I can't even say it out loud if it comes up while my fiance and I are talking. However, it basically went undiscussed ever since. Never talked about it, just tried to forget it. And for the most part, I did forget about it. We continue to be friends and hang out regularly for years. The three of us have even hung out together with no awkwardness. Since my friend has been one of my closest friends for so long that whenever I proposed, I made him a groomsman at the wedding without even thinking about it. But for the last couple of months, I can't stop thinking about him and my fiance together, especially since I found out shortly after that night that they continued to have sex after I passed out on the couch. So it especially hurts thinking about that moment of them alone together. Also, on top of this, before the incident, my friend had inappropriately touched my girlfriend after a night of drinking when the three of us fell asleep in the same room. Also, he continued to flirt with her after the incident and after we knew it was a mistake and would never happen again. I deeply regret and am ashamed of my actions at the time. I guess I didn't have enough respect for myself or my girlfriend to address this and confront him at the time about these and two other things. But basically, now I feel like it's humiliating to have him as a groomsman and that I should tell him he can't be up there with us anymore, especially since other people have heard about those. So it's not just a secret between the three of us anymore. At the same time, he is my friend, and it feels crazy to do this to him. 
I also don't want to make waves and create a rift in the larger friend group since they are a part of the wedding party as well. It also feels silly and unfair to bring this up now after years of saying nothing and acting like best friends. I know my friend is ashamed of that night and of his actions from college, and I believe he has changed. We all have. I have no idea how to approach this or if I approach him about this or if I'm overreacting slash overthinking. Maybe I shouldn't let it bother me since it was so long ago. But every time I'm reminded of that night, I get filled with shame and embarrassment. I don't even know who I can talk to about this. That's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah. First of all, fuck your girlfriend, fuck your fiance and your best friend. Uh, they're both mad strange for continuing to have sex if you pass out. That's mad fucking that's, weird. That's when the, the partner isn't involved, like that's just cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I feel like they probably did some stuff after and you just don't know about it. I think so too. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with telling your friend you don't want him in the wedding i think that's very fucking reasonable here's a conversation i'll write it out for you hey brother you know i love you and yeah you know we did that weird shit back in the day still kind of bothers me and like people know about it is not just a secret amongst us so i feel like i don't want to be embarrassed and humiliated on my wedding because like let's be real if you have a person that's up there that's fucked your wife <laughs> in your wedding party come on everybody at the wedding's talking about it everybody's laughing at you behind your back you're a fucking cuck you know so I feel like that's an easy conversation to have and if he has a problem with it then fuck him uh yeah he's not standing up there by you yeah it seems like he's kind of had it out for the writer's fiance for a while too like yeah he grabbed your he like touched your girlfriend inappropriately like he probably is the one that segued that fucking threesome I for would, sure. He probably orchestrated it. And he knew it. you were like on the on, the, on your last about to black out. And he was like, oh, fuck, let's have a threesome. You maybe pass he, out. Like, nah, nah, I just get the fucker. Maybe he roofied him. And maybe also, he's the reason yeah, he passed then, out. And then also like, men will be like, we just have better friendships than women. And you fucked your best friend's fiance after he passed out. Like, men are weird. Also, I can understand wanting to have a threesome with your boy. Why would you have a threesome with your boy with your own girlfriend? Is that not crazy? <laughs> I just, like, don't shit where you eat. Exactly. Like, I feel like, okay, you and your homeboy, y'all fuck a random girl at the club, like, that's fine. But a girl that's going to continue to be around and you let your best friend get inside of her in front of you? Yeah. And then y'all all supposed to, like, kumbaya and be, that. that's, like, super weird. Um, I know a girl. I used to be friends with her. We just, like, don't talk anymore. Like, not for any, like, bad reason. But she had a really good friend, longtime boyfriend. They had been together... I think like eight or nine years. They were like high school sweethearts. Might have even been engaged. She's best friends with this girl. Decides that they're going to have a threesome. They have the threesome. She steals the girl's guy. They were best friends. And now they're engaged. How do you live with yourself? Like like on some real shit, like on some like, like being serious shit, like... How do you sleep at night doing that to somebody that was your best friend? Your best friend. And then those are the type of bitches that I don't like because they're like um, wolves in like sheep's clothing. Yeah. Like that girl that was your best friend, she never fucking liked you. Like she never fucking liked you. She was probably always envious of you, always wanted what you had. And she used that little threesome as an excuse to take it. But that bitch was never your friend. If she could do that to you, that bitch... Like, you can't do that to somebody that's actually your fucking friend. Because, like, with me and my friends, if, like, we're at the club or something and a dude even talks to, like, one of my friends, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. That's off He's limits. yours. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm going to go to the bar. Get a all drink. you, girly. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. just, that's just so fucking sick. No, and I have another, like, one of my best friends, another girl in our group, 
She dated this guy like three years ago and they were like done, very done. And he was like kind of in the friend group because my other friend was dating his friend. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just this messy yeah. clusterfuck. But they were best friends. Like again, best friends. And she started dating her ex. And yeah, they were ex from, you know, three years ago. But also I want you fucking slutty ass whores to understand there's more dick. There's more. There's more. And like, he, he treated her like shit and they broke up yeah. and you damaged your friendship for what? For a shitty dude. Like some of you... Some of you, some of you girls have so much fucking insecurity and you seek male validation by any means necessary and you will fuck over whoever's close to you just so a man validates you. You need to go see a fucking therapist because there's something deeply wrong with you and you need to stop being an insecure little fucking rat. It's not worth it. Your friends are like who you have for life. And then once you break up with that loser, you're going to try to go crawling back to your friends and they're going to be like, girl, fuck you. Yeah. I'm, see, we need, to, we need to bring back street fighting because a lot of you bitches need your ass beat. <laughs> I'm being, I'm talking about like brass knuckles. Like a lot of you oh bitches need God. to get beat up. Because I feel like bitches who've never gotten beat up are the bitches that do that. Like girls that have never had any type of like life struggle, never been to a fight, they, they, they do that shit. But if you get beat if you get beat the fuck up one good time, you'll you'll be more careful and cognizant of your actions. Because I feel like you've just never had any consequences. That's why you think you can get away with doing shit like that. Yeah. But if that girl would have came and beat you the fuck up, you'd have been like, oh my God, no. I'm scared of getting hit. I've, I'm like scared of, I don't want to lose any teeth. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't fuck around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I just feel like bitches don't be getting beat up anymore. That's that's the problem. I can see it. You know, tough love. Yeah. A little tough love. I mean, you know, I was going to say the girl learned her lesson, but I don't think she did because she dated a shitty guy after and he's just, he yeah. just keeps cheating on her now. It's like, is this Good. the karma? Is this the karma that's, for that's, screwing that's, over your friend? I'm, I'm happy. Hey, um, Tough. to that guy, if you want to cheat on her with me, like call me. Fuck her. You don't want him. <laughs> no. I just do it because I just, I just hate bitches like that. We'll find bro. you something hot. He's like, I just hate, I just hate women like that. Like their pick me's are the worst. They're hard. They're hard to be friends with. They when really you, are. When you have someone... Wait, who's harder Who's harder to be friends with? A pick-me or a guy's girl? I would say the pick-me because the pick-me wants to be the guy's girl. Like, I think mm-hmm. they're very... There's like the there's like two a lot circles. Of, yeah, like and there's parallel. the overlap in the middle of those two circles. But the pick-me is definitely willing to like directly sabotage you. Yeah, like, 100%. I had a friend, best friend, saw her being a bridesmaid. And maybe she was a guy's girl though. She likes, she liked to pretend that my ex was like, she was the facilitator of all this and they were actually like best friends before I met him. And when I would ask him, I'm like, were you and her really close? Like, am I missing something? He's like, no, we didn't talk. Like we were cordial. She was that, she was that guy, uh, like that best friend. Like, yeah, actually. So like, like we like were drunk and like Michael ate my pussy like one time, but like it was like just once, you know, it was crazy. So we went on a spring break trip and I was supposed to fly to Canada and go like meet him Mm -hmm. after like the week instead of driving back with everyone. She texted him in Florida from Panama City Beach and was like, Morgan cheated on you. I just think you should know. I was alone the whole time. With my little chuggy big lug drink thing. Oh, eating that bitch hot wanted your pockets. man. That bitch wanted your man bad. Yeah. Did he believe that you didn't cheat on him? Yeah. Okay, good. No, no, no. He believed her initially. <gasps> yeah. No. So I, I flew. mean, like, I feel he like ignored for his, me. For his, like, in his defense, like, if 
if her she's best friend your best friend yeah like it's like but men are also stupid so they don't ever think that like there's a different like motive because they just like think linearly you know what i'm saying like oh my god if that's her best friend like if she told me this then like, she obviously did it because like why would her best friend just like tell me that exactly but if you're smart you'd be like oh this bitch wants to fuck me yeah <laughs> this girl wants me it was so so weird and it just was weird the whole Wait, time also while we're talking about this i have something i want to say okay if you are a friend and you have a best friend and your best friend is in a relationship and your best friend in the relationship cheats on their significant other and you tell the significant other, you cannot convince me that you don't want them. What's the point? There's You have no loyalty to my significant other. Why are you snitching on me? Or if you are snitching to the significant other, like don't plan on being friends with that girl anymore. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like you're done. Because like, I don't know what like the fuck type of messiah you people think you are where like, well, it's doing the right thing. Then... My friends would never. My friends would never. I'm not a, I'm not a cheater, but my friends, I know if I did cheat, my friends wouldn't tell. And if they did, I'd be looking at them bitches sideways like, do you want my man or something? Like, what's the, what's the angle here? Why are you telling him what I'm doing? It's more so like reprimand your friend. Like, you're fucking nasty. Yeah, Why yeah, would you're you sick. do that? Exactly. You need to tell him. Yeah. Don't be a skanky little yeah. bitch. Like, whatever you want to say. I feel like checking your friend is okay. That. But the, like, undermining me and going straight to the source, you're crazy unless you're done like unless that you realize that girl is so shitty and you don't want to be friends with her anymore and you just want to clear the air sure but like if you're but that's even, still your friend so like for what for what like him not knowing doesn't concern you at all like no matter what moral compass and high horse y'all want to sit on what if she's gonna give him something though what you mean well what if she's like cheating with someone that's got gonorrhea or chlamydia or that's a pill. Who gives a fuck? What if it's HIV? Okay. okay. Like, he got to take prep or something. True. That's valid. That's, that's where it's like, it's, but I feel like, it's I feel situational. Like nobody, nobody seriously is going to tell their best friend, like, yeah, like, I'm cheating. I have HIV and I have no intentions of telling my boyfriend. Like, nobody, I feel like that's when you take to the fucking grave. If you don't plan on telling your partner, you should never tell anybody. Because your partner is the only person that needs to know that you have HIV mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, I mean, chlamydia, that, that dick will start burning eventually. <laughs> You'll get the hit. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, they're like, have you had anything? And I was like, I think I had something in high school because like, I definitely like got put on antibiotics, but it, I don't remember what it was. And I'm like, it was mm-hmm. probably chlamydia, gonorrhea. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, I think it was. Whatever one you take penicillin for, because I think that's how I realized I was allergic to penicillin. That sucks. Real bad. Really limits what antibiotics I can take. Damn. Yeah. Okay, one last one for you. I'm going to give you the choice. So I'm going to read the titles and you tell me which one you like. Am I the asshole for being honest about honeymoon sex? Am I the asshole for hiding vegetables in my boyfriend's food? Or my long-term partner just admitted he got a blowjob from a man when drunk last night. Oh, yeah. The last one, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The last one. He was in a glory hole. (laughs) My 33 female, long-term partner, 34 male, just admitted he got a blowjob from a man when drunk last night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Hello. My partner and I have been together for nearly 15 years. I am my partner's only relationship, and prior to being together, he hadn't really had any other romantic or sexual experiences. Cap. While we've had our ups and downs, I felt we mostly have a happy relationship. However, he is bi-curious slash bisexual and has always been curious about acting on it. 
I have never wanted him to feel regretful or resentful of us or to feel that I'm holding him back. And we've always said that if he feels like this, we would talk about it and figure out the next steps. However, I'm away this weekend visiting my grandmother with dementia, and he stayed home. He went and met a friend for some drinks yesterday evening, and I figured he would probably get quite drunk. He phoned this morning in tears to say that after his friend left to go to a concert, he stayed out alone and went to a gay pub, which has a fetish night. He was very drunk and ended up receiving oral sex from a man. I don't doubt that he is very sorry and regretful, but I'm feeling confused and hurt. I am hurt by the fact he made a decision to go out to this venue by himself, surely knowing that it would be a situation where this activity is likely. You have to pay entrance for the fetish night part of the pub. So while he was drunk, several decisions were made before he ended up in that situation. I want to work through this, but maybe it's a sign that he will never be fulfilled with me. I will be returning home later today and we will talk. Has anyone been in a similar situation? Just looking for thoughts on how to navigate this. I don't know how to feel at all. First of all, that's not the first time he's got his dick sucked by a man. Um, I feel like that's happened before. <laughs> I don't feel like he just got <laughs> drunk and just got a blowjob. That's he, like quite the first, like the, that's like, the, like, to like do it that never, way, the never, first time? You've never had, you've never had any sexual experiences with a man and the first one is not even a kiss. It's a full on blowjob. You've, at a pub? At like a, during a fetish, fetish night? night? You've definitely done something with a man before. I just feel like the guilt started getting at him. It was like, fuck. Or something something happened and he might be able to, he might have gotten something or I don't know, like they might have done a little bit extra freaky shit. Um, I feel like there's only one thing or only two things that can happen. One, y'all break up. Two, you decide that you're going to let him like fuck boys and then like y'all going to have to be like on some poly shit. But I would do like a striking vipers type of move. Like, okay, if you're going to fuck men, I want to fuck other men too. So I feel like either y'all become open or y'all break up. I feel like those are the only two real options here. Yeah, I would say so. It's just shitty because like he cheated yeah. in this moment. Which is already enough for a grounds for breakup, but it doesn't sound like she's trying to break up. She sounds like she's trying to like work through it because they haven't been together for 15 years. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like he didn't even need to cheat. He has a supportive partner yep. that would have let him explore had yep. they talked about it first. Because she said like she would have been cool if they had just like talked about it. Like he just made the decision without her. Yeah. Which like Why leads shoot me yourself to believe, in the foot? Leads me to believe that like some other shady shit is going on. Because clearly. Again, men ain't shit. No matter how good you are to them, no matter if you try to give them the world and like do what you like, do everything in your power so they're happy, they'll still fuck you over. So if I'm her, like break up with him, but it sounds like she's in love and you know, love makes you do crazy things. So 15 years is a long time too. Y'all better, y'all better, y'all better work on some kind of deal. You better be fucking somebody on the side too. I hate when people are like, oh my God, Margot Roby got cheated on. There's no hope for any of us. And it's like, just because someone is like stereotypically beautiful doesn't mean they're not going to get cheated on. Like, yeah. Cause like we have, to think about, like, we have to think about men, like they date men. So like, obviously there's room for error for everybody. Like I want you to like, like women, like seriously, I want you to understand that you're not safe. You're not safe. No matter how much you think your boyfriend loves you and that he would never, there will come a time and chance where every man is tempted and a lot of them fail. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not untouchable. No matter how beautiful you are, no matter how much money you make, no matter what kind of person you are, it doesn't fucking matter. It's so crazy to think about because, like, my boyfriend now, we've been together for four years, 
And he's so he's got like so much trauma mm-hmm. surrounding cheating based on like his childhood. And I'm like, it would I'm just like I've I every other relationship I've had, I've been cheated on. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's so crazy to be like, I wonder what it would take. Like I wonder what would be a straw that would break the camel's hump. Do you love your boyfriend? I do. Can I ask you a hypothetical? Sure. Uh, let's say you I'm and your so boyfriend. <laughs> let's say you and your boyfriend get married in like the next three years. Like three years from now, you and your boyfriend are married. Yeah. And are you happy? Yeah. Are you in love? Yeah. Do you love him more than anything? Yeah, I would, I would think so. Okay, let's keep this. So three years from now, y'all are married. Same thing. Yeah. He's the love of your life. Has never done anything. Never stepped out of like any box. Like you love him down, and he's just like perfect. He goes out, gets drunk, and fucks a girl, and he's blackout, and he comes to you. He's groveling on his knees tears yeah. streaming down his face snotty literally as soon as he gets back tells you what happens he's heartbroken he feels disgusting he's punching himself in the face begging for your forgiveness are you leaving or stand i have thought about this a lot actually if it's like i got blackout drunk i met her that night at the bar I don't know what the fuck happened. I was blacked i'm like okay maybe there's something to work through mm-hmm. couples therapy obviously yeah. you got to really make yeah. Amends. You might have been the sitter for a little bit, but yeah. But if it started with like they were texting for six months, yeah, had a that's long different. emotional affair, I'm like, no, I'm done. This might be a hot take. I think um emotionally cheating is worse than physically cheating. I agree. If I have to pick if I have to pick a devil's advocate, like I feel like people are very capable of just having sex and then never like moving from that again I like yeah. sex isn't as deep as like a lot of people make it seem to me it can yeah it, it can be obviously yeah. but I feel like you have to have like an emotional connection for it to really be deep yes, but I could fuck me. somebody today and never speak to them again in my life oh my god or the, even remember their name some of the one night stands I've had yeah. I'm like I literally had sex with them and I've never seen or talked to them again thought they've never crossed my mind I probably don't remember their name I do think about one because I regret it it was so tiny Ugh. yeah but like it's just it's irrelevant versus yeah. like an emotional affair where like like you you love them you love them like what you like didn't that just fuck would them make me I you were telling this bitch you loved her yeah I like, go what I, like, go I would rather shit. you just fucked her that's where I'm at what's funny is there's a lot of data out there where if you ask males and females that same question a lot of guys will say that physical cheating is worse than an emotional affair that's because they see women as objects. And just like sexual beings and they're just like, you fucking slut, you whore, you let him fuck you. Like you were taking this girl on fucking picnics and writing her love letters and you told her that like she was the only woman for you. Like that would have me sick. Like if you just told me like, babe, I got drunk and I fucked her. God damn it. That would fucking hurt. But if you said, babe, I got drunk and I, I, I'm leaving you and we're getting married and I love her. Yeah. That's, what? Yeah, no. It's crazy. And I wonder if it's just like the emotional intimacy like that. They don't, it doesn't click how serious think, well, that feel, is. You know, like, I feel like a lot of guys just like, a lot of guys are sexually attracted to women, but they don't like women. Like they don't like women as people, but like they want to fuck women. And then like, that's what I feel like. That's what I feel like what happens with like a lot of men who cheat on like their like significant others is because they don't like them as a fucking person. Like, because I, I feel like if you actually love somebody, you it's just couldn't. A, it's more convenience. Yeah. It's convenience over anything. Like you have a girl, she's pretty. Whatever, like, I mean, she's got good hygiene. She cooks, she cleans. Like, you got a pretty sweet deal. Like, you don't fucking like her. But, you know, you want to get married because, like, that's the, the manly thing to do is to start a family, be a provider, have someone like that. So you pick a girl that's, like, cute and, like, you don't, like, throw up when you're around her, but you don't genuinely like her as a person. Well, and that is, like, kind of going into why there's this 
saying that men don't marry necessarily the perfect one for them. They marry the person that's like at the perfect time. time yeah, it's all sure. about the timing, mm-hmm. and I can see that because like. There's some people I know in my life that like, I'm like, wait, what? Like you broke up with her and then you got it like, okay, the math isn't mathing, mm-hmm. but it's some wild shit. Wild yeah. shit out there. Yeah. Little disrespect today. How A do you lot feel? Of dis- uh, this How is fun. Feel? This is fun. I'll, I'll tell you, I love Reddit stories. This is uh, interesting. <laughs> it reminds me that are, there are people that are weird, you know? I feel like I'm just around like a lot of normal people yeah. that I forget that there are like some like odd individuals out there. Um, but this was very fun and lovely and I had a great time. I am so happy you came on. This has been great. Happy we can make it work. Third time's the charm, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. How can people watch your stuff? Where can they find you, Fanita? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Fanita. I'm very hilarious and funny and stunning. If you like looking at pretty people, you like looking at me. Um, but, you know, most of the time, it's just like my, my personality that gets them going. You're um, hilarious. You were you. absolutely hilarious. And, oh, my God, I watched one of your videos this morning about, like, it was like a a guy thirst trap. And he oh, was Roman like, Reigns? I was like, fuck, what I love the him. fuck is this? Yeah, Roman Reigns is fine as fuck. It was, I was like. Yeah, that wow. video was actually hilarious. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just like your local internet comedian, and this has been a great time. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.